you break the rules of what you think is actually business acceptable and you push that envelope a little bit, you bring in some more of the emotional human dynamics into the equation, you are going to make very strong impact on people. And that is ultimately what I think business needs to be about is creating positive impact, not just on our customers, but on our employees, because that is a virtuous cycle and you create unity, cohesion, and clarity for what you are trying to accomplish and then everybody is rowing in the same direction. Welcome to the Best Self-Management Podcast. I'm David Hassel. And I'm Shane Metcalf. Me and David have been working together along with our co-founder Nazar and all the amazing other people that are a part of 15.5 for the last seven years. And we are not the same people that we were seven years ago. One of the things we're a big stand for is like, how do we actually embrace the whole person and understand that can we support someone in thriving in their whole life? And if we do, then they're probably going to contribute more at work. Your mission is to attract the best talent, retain your high performers, and maximize everyone's potential. Welcome to the Best Self-Management Podcast. I'm Shane Metcalf. And I'm David Hassel. We're really excited today. We just wrapped up our annual company retreat and we brought 183 15.5ers down to a hotel in Palm Springs. And it was really just a remarkable week. We did a lot of incredible things. And I like to think of it as transformational experience after transformational experience. We packed a lot in. And we wanted to take a moment to do a little bit of a recap of it and also get some of our employees' experience of what it was like. You know, I actually don't even know if you had a good time, uh, Chris. And um, so welcome to the show, Chris Holerus. And Chris, thank you so much for joining us. You were at the retreat. We'd love to hear a little bit of what did you think about all this madness that we subjected you to last week? Yeah, thanks. It was life-changing. And I know a lot of people say that in a hyperbolic sense, but this was not hyperbolic. I went into it really excited having worked here for five months and having it be the best job of my life from the people to what we do and to the vision and the product that we sell. But I realized when I was there, I was still holding back a little because I had been burned by companies before where you go in and everything's great and you know they feel like a family, but over time, they sort of lose their way or they lose their vision. Or, or once you get a, a peek at the wizard, right, you realize the, the wizard isn't exactly what he seems. So even though my office was amazing, it's like, okay, once we're all together, is this really going to be the same magic? I know you were thinking, well, Shane and David are really good, but yeah. Nazar, you <laughs> exactly. know, I don't know about, I don't know about Nazar. That was my biggest concern. But I think for me, the retreat really crystallized our values into something I could see and feel and hear and touch with 182 other people all together. And I think the other really amazing thing was these were challenging sessions. They pushed me. I learned an incredible amount about myself that I had been working towards over time. But but again, it just became very clear. And we have this huge, incredible breakthrough goal we're going for this year. And usually when you're at a company that's asking you to do that, they want you to sacrifice something to get there, right? Like your time or your yes, family. Right, exactly. Like... To have that kind of breakthrough, unprecedented growth, you have to sacrifice something of yourself and give it up to the company. But 
at the retreat, everything we did just reinforced that the way we're going to get that is by empowering our personal development and unlocking the strengths I have and really unifying the team. So I felt I came back and said, okay, anything I've been holding back, I'm done. Like I am going all in. I am so ready for this. I'm so excited. And I know I'm going to come out on the other half after this incredible breakthrough, challenging, you know, stretch year, better for it. And the world's going to be better for it because of the product that we're bringing to the front, you know, to the world. And hopefully not just your career will be better for it, but that you actually oh, no, will be my life. Healthier, more fulfilled version, your relationships. Yep. Everything mm-hmm. in your life will be at a higher level because you actually stopped holding back. Yep, exactly. I've already asked my husband if he would be willing to take the via strengths analysis so that oh, we can <laughs> we can identify because uh, I have a feeling that we complement each other well in his strengths being my weaknesses and his weaknesses being my strengths. So he's up for it, which was great. But that so was cool. So cool. Day can one, you give, what a I do. Little, give a little bit of detail on one of your favorite sessions for our mm-hmm. listener? If you can just kind of paint the picture of one of the sessions that had the most emotional impact for you. Yeah. So there were, you know, I'm going to talk about one of the sessions that was uh, a little less on the business strategy side and more on the the personal discovery side, but there were incredible sessions around our vision for 2020 that gave me a sense and and helped me align with where we're going. But the one that that moved me the most was one around the power of human connection that forced us to interact with each other as humans and find ways to put more soul nutrients, happiness, love, you know, wishes for other positive thinking into the world. And to do that with people you know really well might not have been as powerful. I was in a session and there was an exercise we did called inner voice where it was three people. You had two of your colleagues sit on either side and for a full minute, they had to be your inner voice and only say positive things to you. And so you had two different really positive inner voices. And I was luckily teamed with one of my colleagues that I had maybe had one conversation with over breakfast and that was it, you know, didn't work too closely with. And suddenly they're saying things that are the same things that I've worked with my therapist for 14 years to overcome and to believe in myself. And here's this person that is saying them, you know, the first time they're really talking to me. And I'm, it made me realize the universality of what we're all looking for and this deep connection to my colleagues as a human, not just someone else that works at 15.5 and change something inside me to, to be like, okay, if they're saying that, they're probably just as vulnerable around that area as I am. And it's okay to bring that to work. And it's okay for us to, to figure out a way through that, um, whether it's at work or at home. So that one was probably the most profound for me because it it made me feel this connection that that went well beyond just, hey, you know, we're both getting paychecks from the same company. Yeah, big shout out to Jessica Insel Coleman, who is the facilitator of The Magic of Human Connection. She's based out of LA. You can look her work up. We'll put it in the show notes. So I love what she talked about when she was introducing that session, that we all have an inner voice. And often it's actually an inner critic. When it's an inner critic, it's kind of like an instrument that's out of tune. And that we can actually, as we tune in our inner voice, it can actually become that inner champion, that inner support and really actually guide our intuition. And it would be so cool if we think about, because 
often I think what makes work kind of miserable is not only, you know, working with a-holes and, you know, crappy managers and companies that are just out to make a buck and not actually contribute to society. All those things are very real, but it's often our inner voice, the inner critic that causes so much suffering at work. You know, you're not good enough. And why did you say that thing? Or if you could only be more assertive, blah, 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 blah. And so I love the idea of as a part of being at a company that we actually can tune in our inner voice more. And so that is that champion, is that support, is our own friend cheering us on. And isn't it terrifying how much stranger, you know, for the most part, strangers can kind of see into us and kind of just intuit what we need to hear. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, what that made me think of that, that critic, that inner critic, it was very clear that that was one of the reasons I was holding back to was I was so scared of failing. And Mm -hmm. this retreat made it super clear that that was okay, that, that I didn't have to worry about, oh, if I mess up or, oh, if I, if I don't do it right, or, oh, I'm not good enough for this role. Because when you do get the job of your dreams, it's a little of imposter syndrome too, right? Oh gosh, do they actually want to keep me? You know, I love it here, but do they love me back? And so it's easy to hold back a little because you don't want to get hurt if they don't, they don't love you as much as you love them. And the retreat just was like, nope, you know, you don't have to worry. You belong here. You are part of this and, and stop being scared. You know, stop being scared. Stop letting your inner critic dictate and and hold back your breakthrough. So I'm curious, Chris. You know, we we actually didn't cover. You know, what what your role is at Fifteen Five. You mentioned you were you've been here for five months. So could you share a little bit about your your role in the company, and then also what were some of your expectations going into the retreat? So I'm the manager of uh, business analytics at Fifteen Five. Came in to help us use the power of data to unlock the human potential of the global workforce. Um, And my expectations of the retreat, I had heard a lot beforehand from people who had been there. But I guess my, my biggest expectation was come in without expectations. It'll be more than you ever expected. And then afterwards, be ready for a vulnerability hangover and make no plans for the weekend after and be ready because you will be transformed. You know, everyone said it is it is something that will transform your experience. So so I was ready for it. I didn't realize what a big transformation it would be. I sort of underexpected, uh, even though I knew it was coming. That's amazing. Was there anything in particular that you were surprised by, even even having that context going in? how many of our colleagues I got to know on a human level, you know, with 183, you think maybe you'll only make a deep connection with maybe 10 or 15, but I feel like, you know, 50, a hundred plus I'm, I have a, a different connection with, right. And, and know something about them on a human level. So I think that was just the scale, the scale of the connection that I experienced. That was probably the the most surprising thing. I figured it would be a few people, but now I, I have this huge family. It's like a Greek family, right? Like all the brothers and sisters and extra uncles and cousins and all of this. It's like, that's the, that's the kind of family I'm a part of now. Great. Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining us and sharing a little bit of your thoughts with us. Really excited. You know, one of the things that I always kick myself with these retreats though, is I'm like, ah, that went so well. What the heck am I going to do for next year? Chris, thank you so much and really excited. We're going to have Jeff Smith, who is our director of Best Self Academy, 
Jeff, thank you so much for coming on to the Best Health Management Podcast. You've been a huge proponent and champion of the podcast. You always are telling me and David the cool things that we do that are backed by science that we're just have no idea about. And so I personally want to just carry you around with me so you can reflect how the things that I intuitively do are backed by science. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Shane. Uh, Courtney, our director of science, might be easier to carry around than I would be, but I'd be happy to do that for you. Jeff is a rather large man. Uh, you can't really you know, hear it through the, the podcast, but take our word for it. Everyone who meets Jeff says, you're a lot taller than I thought you were. Yeah, and that was part of the experience at the uh, at the retreat, meeting all these people I've only seen in video, and many of them were like, "Wow, you're tall." It's like, I guess I video chat short. Who knows? Well, that's great, Jeff. It's awesome to have you here. As, as we mentioned, that you you are the director of Fifteen Five's Best Self Academy, which actually launched yesterday at, as of the time of this recording, which is very very exciting. Uh, do you want to just give a quick snippet about what that's all about and how long you've been here on the team? Sure. I started in July uh, with the mission to launch our Best Self Academy. I'm thrilled it's out. Um, taking a lot of the ideas that you, David, and Shane, Courtney, and others have put together into Best Self Management and helping get them out there in the world to supplement our product and services. Awesome. Uh, going into the retreat, obviously, this is your first retreat. We've been doing these for a number of years. Uh, what sort of expectations did you have? What did you heard about it? What were some things you were excited about? Anything you might have been a little bit nervous about? Curious how your uh, frame of mind was going in. Yeah, my my expectations for uh, the experience were sky high, and they were definitely exceeded. It was really amazing, and I heard a lot of things. You know, whenever your chief culture officer is telling the world that they should send their people to Burning Man as a development experience, then that gives you a certain signal about the directions things may go. And it was incredible. It wasn't all just Burning Man and breath work. It was so inspiring to meet people I've never met in person, to learn about all the motivating things we want to do as a team and for our customers in 2020, you know, get really nerdy about people science and positive product design, you know, to my great loves in life, not just at work. So really a fantastic experience all around. Can you share some of the specific highlights? You know, what, or were there any particular sessions that really made a, a stronger impact on you than others? Oh, definitely. So, you know, rallying around our customers and their needs together as a team, really exciting. The new values, you know, taking our great old values, consolidating them, like remixing them a little bit with, you know, David, our CEO, of course, Shane, Chief Culture Officer, great session. Uh, exploring the power of human connection, spotting strengths in my colleagues, hearing reflections on my own strengths, really powerful. I love the concept of vulnerageousness and, you know, just spending 14 hours a day for four days inside and outside of my comfort zone with people I love and appreciate was really extraordinary. One session in particular that stands out to me was the inner critic exercise, which essentially we all have an inner critic that holds us back and tells us we don't deserve success. You know, we're not enough. We're unworthy. And to help us interfere with that natural criticism, two 15-5 colleagues spoke empowering and positive statements to me at the same time. So that simultaneous experience really overwhelmed my inner critic and helped me feel seen, appreciated, and humbled. It was so overwhelming. It was unusual for me to cry so much in front of so many people I had just met, but uh, that was a great <laughs> part of the experience. And I have to say, even you know, the facilitator of that session mentioned, like, yeah, 99% of people say that um, people will say like the right thing, but 
I suspect a little bit of that is like the Barnum or horoscope effect where you hear things and you're like, oh yeah, that relates to me. But this didn't feel like that. Uh, the two people who shared with me somehow knew to speak to my top needs of making an impact, being creative and serving others. So it truly was moving. It was extraordinary, inspirational, humbling, and it's something I'll never forget. It's great. Uh, Chris Holeros, who was on just before you, also spoke to that being one of the most powerful and impactful experiences at the retreat. And it's, it's so fascinating, right? Because what I was sharing just a moment ago was about, you know, so much of the suffering at work comes from that inner critic. True. You know, that we aren't doing enough, we aren't doing a good enough job or we're not good enough or, you know, maybe those people don't like me or, you know, does the company like me as much as I like the company and all of the things that can really kind of just screw us up in the head. And so to be able to elevate everyone's inner critic into that inner champion, that's such a worthwhile goal and such a fascinating thing of, oh, how can we build cultures that help fine tune the critic into the champion? Yeah, I love that. And actually, it reminds me that even on the webinar I just recorded for something else, I ended up talking about how 15.5 does an extraordinary job, not just during a retreat exercise like that, but just surrounding people with positive energy and just constantly reminding each other and ourselves of what we can accomplish as individuals as well as together. And that resonated throughout the entire retreat, but also it resonates throughout our day to day. And the concept of that continuing to compound and grow as we grow as a company is just such a thrilling thing to be a part of. And I'm honored and humbled to be part of a community that thinks that way and acts that way. A lot of companies have retreats. A lot of companies, you know, do offsites together as teams. What do you think would be some of the universals that, you know, because, you know, 15.5 is unique, but probably not everybody's going to be throwing kind of Burning Man desert parties with a bunch of onesies and, you know, as a, the surprise wrap up on Thursday, which was freaking awesome, by the it way. It was absolutely amazing. Very happy with how that turned out. But what would you say would be the experiences that are worthwhile exporting to pretty much any company? Yeah, love that. Um, a number of them come to mind. Uh, you know, some of the things that made this experience great were the level of detail that everything was thought through at, like where it was just like every single detail was thought through. Every company should do that. Allowing people exposure to your senior leadership and having senior leaders present uh, in their own voice and also being willing to be vulnerable is something that, you know, admit that they make mistakes, admit that they they struggle with things is a really powerful experience that is a little risky, but not as risky as many of the things that we did at our retreat. I also think that it's important for the retreat to mirror the natural rhythms of your company. And we have a number of great practices that are part of our, you know, every week where we talk about gratitude, uh, we meditate. You don't have to do those things, but we ask questions of each other and these deep questions and build relationships. And then making sure that you give this space for people to build those relationships whenever they're together in person. Like as a globe, as part of a globally distributed team, some of my favorite parts of the retreat were actually just sitting down and meeting with people where I'm like, oh yeah, I've talked to you on Zoom for 25 hours, but I've never actually seen you in person. And like, that was great as well. So just balancing like, oh yeah, the corporate programming and celebration along with some of the more challenging conversations, but still allowing for the deep personal connection. What do you think also in terms of, you know, your experience of meeting people who you've never met before? You know, we have a bunch of people who came in from Europe, from different offices. How was that? Did you find there was a universality 
even though there were people from different cultures and different part of the uh, of the organization, how much of the values do you think played into the experience that you had meeting with different people? Yeah, um, that's an excellent question and, and something that we truly should be grateful for at 15.5. And I think it's also a testament to a lot of the things that we do very intentionally paying off for us where we make it so clear what we're looking for at 15.5 from a values perspective that we naturally attract the people we want to attract and repel the people that would not align with that. And I didn't meet anyone at the retreat who was anywhere near me thinking like, oh, I don't understand why that person would have selected to work at 15.5. Like even people that you meet in a moment and people walking around giving high fives and hugs and just sharing their experience or you meet them in a moment and they appreciate something that you've done or said was really extraordinary and got that impression from everyone. And lately in my own life, I've been trying to focus on the things that connect us rather than the things that disconnect us as well. So I think I was in a mode of receiving that. But even if I wasn't, um, it's obvious that there's such a deep connection between many 15 fibers that transcends like, oh, we're all designers or, oh, we're all aiming at this corporate objective. Like there's something much more deep around mission and purpose and uh, being here together to create transformation in others that just resonated everywhere I went during that week. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, some of the things that we've done at many of the retreats, uh, recapping the previous year and celebrating all of our successes, uh, talking about what the year is going to bring and our forward vision, you know, obviously would have some clear business value in in getting folks aligned. Uh, but how would you how would you speak to the quote, non-obvious business value? activities that we've, you know, in terms of fostering connection, we ran a talent show one night, for example, this magic of human connection event, these meditation in the mornings and, and just different opportunities for connect. How, how would you speak to somebody who that might just seem so far off their map? Yeah, that was, uh, that's an excellent way for, to encourage me to give you credit for crushing it during the talent show. Shane, you crushed it too. Really great work. I mean, it's so important. And this is one of the reasons that we have, you know, relational mastery is something we talk about at 15.5, like just allowing people the space to connect. And we do that in a number of different ways at 15.5, best self kickoff, question Fridays, gratitude, meditation together, boosts, um, always trying to be on video at least and not just on conference calls. But whenever we were there face to face, again, you can't just be 16 hours a day business intense, but I think you can be 16 hours a day connected with your colleagues. If you come up with the right mixture of deep intentional personal connection, more casual whimsy and fun with the talent show and PowerPoint karaoke, which if you don't know what that is, Google it. It's a lot of fun to watch people in action. And I don't even know that the audience knew that people were playing PowerPoint or PowerPoint karaoke, which is basically a presenter has to present a slide deck that they'd never seen before. But just seeing people willing to walk that higher wire act, like half of our dev team could be uh, stand-up comedians on the side, including actually our investor who attended could also be a stand-up comedian. Like the like half of our company is a DJ like whether they know it or want to be or not, like, and just learning those things about people. Well, we're just, just on that, you know, so we have a Tuesday night kickoff party and we have, uh, I booked three DJs, all of which are employees of 15.5 and they absolutely crushed it. I mean, it, it was, that was as good of a dance floor as I've been on in some of the best music festivals around the country. Yeah. And it, related to that, we have 15.5ers leading meditations like Katya, like I literally thought when I joined 15.5, she was a professional meditation facilitator, not 
a product manager just um, masquerading as a professional meditation facilitator for the month of July when I started. And just seeing people in those different contexts just deepens the relationship and just shows us, reminds us that we're all human. We all have strengths and weaknesses. We all have struggles, fears. And like, if you never see people other than when they're behind a PowerPoint or they're in those very prepared moments, you can lose that sense of actual human connection with them. And, you know, Shane, David, others who are involved in planning the retreat definitely gave us the space to explore all those different things in different ways. Well, and that's what one of my big messages around the retreat is that it's like every single human being is dynamic. Every company in this world is full of full-fledged, dynamic human beings that have so much to bring to the table. And so it's about creating that space and that opportunity for us to bring the other gifts that we typically don't get to bring to our work. You know, it's not every day that you get to DJ for your company. It's not every day that you get to, you know, lead meditation or lead yoga or, you know, all of these different things. And so it's amazing because A, it saves me a crap ton of money and not paying these (laughs) external facilitators, you know, and it's good to still bring in facilitators for certain things, but it also, it really creates that opportunity for, you know, Michael Yanuzzi, who uh, DJed, you know, he's one of our sales development managers. And all of a sudden, everyone has a much more full-fledged perspective of who he is as a human being. Yeah. And I, I think you hit on something very important there too, where having leaders and managers do those things is so important. This isn't necessarily a challenge at 15.5 because our senior leadership team is very uh, immersed in our business and they're seen as human beings, very vulnerable on a weekly basis. But in many companies, that's not like that. In many companies, you may never, you see your CEO once a quarter or you see your SLT once a year at a retreat. So doing things, I've even heard at other retreats, like having your senior leadership team serve the food, right? Like having them show that like they're humans, they're on the same level as you, even if they're in the corporate office somewhere, just allowing them to connect with people in a more human way is critical. All right, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on, sharing some thoughts. We're so excited about Best Self Academy. You can check it out at what is it, uh, academy.155.com? Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Love being on. All right. Well, hopefully, we've inspired you that creating transformational business retreats, getting out of the typical business offsite where you just talk about, you know, okay, our goals for the year, blah, 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 then go get drunk together and call that a retreat. That is something that I think is an inferior model. What you should be thinking about is how can you create transformational business retreats where people emerge on the other side, a new and transformed version of themselves. You know, and the way that I've done this is I think about how can I bring in the things that have made the biggest difference in my own personal life to the company. And in a way, it actually took about eight years for me to really bring even more of the cool things that I get to play with in my personal life into the company setting. And I wish I had started sooner. And it really, I think, makes such a huge difference. You break the rules because you know what? There aren't any rules in business. If you break the rules of what you think is actually uh, business acceptable and you push that envelope a little bit, you bring in some more of the emotional human dynamics into the equation, you are going to make very strong impact on people. And that is ultimately what I think business needs to be about is creating positive impact, not just on our customers, but on our employees, because then it's a virtuous cycle and you create unity, cohesion, and clarity 
for what you are trying to accomplish and that everybody is rowing in the same direction. Awesome. Thanks for listening with us today. And uh, we'll be back soon. A big thank you to our producer, Counter-Rate Creative, and our executive producer, David Misney, and Stacey Hurst, our guest coordinator. Please visit 155.com slash podcast. That's the number 15 and the word five. For more information on today's discussion, for additional resources and special offers. One of the easiest and highest leverage things you can do to support us in this podcast is write a review on Apple iTunes or Google Play. It really does go a long way in terms of getting the word out and more people can hear this message so that we can start a movement and truly get more and more businesses out there helping their people become their best selves. To get all the latest episodes, please subscribe to Best Self Management on iTunes or Google Play. And if you have a question or comment you'd like us to address in a future show, please email us at podcast at 155.com. And finally, thank you for listening to this podcast. Until next time, know that we support you in being and becoming your best self. 